When you change your viewing, thinking, and doing, what you are viewing, thinking, and doing changes. Good morning, friends, peers, and family. My name is Joel Christensen, founder of Christensen Academy and co-founder of the Professor's Institute for Professional Advancement, or known as PIPA. Our mission is to serve the greater good of businesses, to help put them in a better position to succeed and thrive. I am very excited to start this new podcast on Joelisms, a forum that will allow me to share a little wit and wisdom from some of the life lessons I have learned from a lifetime of experience. It is my hope that you will be enlightened and even empowered from the topics I have a passion for, an interest in, and am curious about. All I ask is that you take from these podcasts only what feels right and good to you and that you can use and apply in your personal and professional life. Hello out there in listening land. Thank you for joining in on uh, this podcast, the focus of which will be a five-step drive to thrive in a changing world. There are many truths in my life, and one of them is that my life, work, and relationships are subject to change. For the past 33 years, I have looked in the mirror every morning and asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I am about to do today? That's a powerful question. It requires great insight. And whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row for me, I know I need to change something. Steve Jobs said that. There is an old saying that has been around for a long time that applies to change. And that is, if nothing changes, nothing changes. It has been my experience that most people in the workplace or for that matter, in their personal lives, don't change until they are sick and tired of feeling sick and tired and motivated to change. Or there is someone they trust that leads them to change. That is called a change agent leader. And that change agent can serve an organization or that change agent can serve a person. I have had both in my life. So what is it that a change agent leader does? Well, there's a couple of things. One promotes, encourages, supports, and enables change to happen within an organization or within a person. Two, helps an organization or a person transform itself or themselves by focusing on the importance of efficiency, effectiveness, and personal and professional improvement and development. If you are sick and tired of feeling sick and tired about where you are in your career or life and are open to a change agent in your life, the following are five characteristics you should look for. One, has clarity of purpose and vision. Two, understands the why. The why is usually more important than the how for change and effectively communicates that. 
Three is patient and persistent with change. Four, the change reflects consensus, common sense, and critical thinking. And the last one has character, integrity, and credibility that is beyond reproach. Leon Martel, in Mastering Change, the Key to Business Success, describes three common traps that keep people from seeing and using change as an opportunity. Washington Irving once wrote in Tales of a Traveler in 1824, quote, there is a certain relief in change, even though it be from bad to worse, as I have found traveling in a stagecoach, that it is often a comfort to shift one's position and be bruised in a new place. Martel's three common traps are believing yesterday's solutions will apply or solve today's problem, assuming the present trends will continue, and three, neglecting or denying the opportunities offered by future change because of a fear to change. For the purpose of today's broadcast or podcast, I have pulled out five ideas or steps on what is important when going through the process of change in your personal professional life from uh, one of my books uh, titled Five-Step Drive to Thrive in a Changing World. That is uh, available, as are my other books, for downloading from the website www.joelcspeaking.com. I like to think of myself as a professor, speaker, and writer who does, in fact, exercise a full house common sense. I believe these five steps reflect that. Buck Rogers offered this wisdom about change from his book, Getting the Best Out of Yourself and Others. Quote, to be successful, you have to believe you can change the conditions in your life. You have to get out of the backseat of someone else's car and get behind your own steering wheel. A successful person and an unsuccessful person live in the same world. The only difference is how they see it. There is an old saying that suggests that if you keep doing what you have been doing, you will keep getting what you always got. Without doing something different, without changing how you view, think, and do, you have heard this on a previous podcast, and it holds true on the topic of change. The future will be nothing but a repeat of your past. Simply put, when you change your viewing, thinking, and doing, what you are viewing, thinking, and doing changes. Full disclosure, I'm going to briefly share the five steps from my book, Five Step Drive to Thrive in a Changing World, and some of these steps will be a bit redundant from some of my other podcasts. That being said, some of you may be new listeners, and for those of you who are regular listeners, some of the information bears repeating. The first step is anticipate, adapt, 
and accept as defined by Webster. You must be able to adapt to new situations and new environments because the business and people's personal world is changing sometimes by the minute, hour, and day. Buck Rogers in his book, Getting the Best Out of Yourself and Others, said the following about change. Quote, we live in a time of paradox, contradiction, opportunity, and above all, change. To the fearful, change is threatening because they worry that things may get worse. To the hopeful, change is encouraging because they believe things may get better. To those who have confidence in themselves, change is a stimulus because they believe one person can truly make a difference and influence other people and events. These people are doers and motivators. They believe they can and are motivated to do. They are, success, they are successful and thrive because they have learned the value of anticipating, which means to expect or predict what needs to change. Then are adept at adapting, which means having the skills and willingness to adjust to it and are not unsettled about accepting, which means come to the realization that something is valid, what cannot be changed. There is another powerful force at work when it comes to change. And all of us have seen this force at work in our personal and professional lives. And that force is what I call the resistors, the resenters, and the rejectors. This force is reflective of the whiners in an organization or in your personal life. A word of caution. They will suck the life force right out of you and right out of an organization. They will wear you and an organization out. That force does not work. Trust me on this. These people are not thrivers. The second step is paying the toil for success. Success is not an entitlement. It doesn't just show up at your door and announce itself to you. Hello, I am success, and you don't have to do another thing to achieve me. There is a simple formula for success, and it works every time it has worked. And that formula is work plus time plus effort equals success. There is no easier softer way to success. There are no half measures. It requires a full measure of work, time, and effort. Those who succeed in a changing world are willing to pay the toil for that success every day. No exceptions, no excuses. And let me quote Florence Nightingale again, who said, Quote, the secret to my success is that I never took or gave an excuse, unquote. No naps, no days off, no unexcused absences. 
The third step has four parts to it. And just a reminder, I addressed these in a previous podcast on preparation, perspiration, and perseverance. Preparation requires some perspiration. Thomas Edison said that his success was a result of 1% inspiration and 99% inspiration. He believed that everything comes to those who hustle while they wait. Edison attributed his success to never having a clock in the workroom. I'm not advocating never taking a break to rest, to realign, to reassess, to reevaluate, to refresh, re-energize, or rededicate. The point here is that to succeed in a changing world, you must be willing to perspire some to achieve it. It wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. Noah prepared a plan. He worked that plan. Merriam-Webster defines perseverance as, quote, steadfast in doing something in spite of difficulty or delay in achieving success. It is that inner drive that keeps you going during your personal and professional trials or adversity. These are what I call the overcomers. The fourth step is attitude. Not that it is fourth in priority. In fact, it should be number one in priority. Most people don't get up in the morning and the first thought that comes to their mind is, geez, it's a great day to have a bad attitude. I think I will get up, get dressed, eat some breakfast, get in my car, go to work, and just see how much bad attitude I can spread around. It has been said that we learn by force, we learn by choice, and we learn by being forced to make a choice. Attitude is a choice. Good attitude, good outcome. Bad attitude, bad outcome. It has been my experience in life that happiness is the driving force behind a positive attitude. You are better at everything you do when you're happy. A better employee, better friend, better parent, better in all relationships. Clement Stone said this about attitude, quote, there is very little difference in people, but that little difference makes a big difference. The little difference is attitude, unquote. The big difference is whether it's positive or negative, however. I suggest that you be so positive that negative people won't want to be around you. Let me button up this step by sharing two quotes. The first one is from Lou Holtz, who said, quote, ability is what you are capable of doing. Motivation will determine what you do. But it will be your attitude that will determine how well you do it, unquote. The second one is from Wade Boggs, who said, quote, a positive attitude causes a chain reaction of positive thoughts, events, and outcomes. It is the catalyst that sparks extraordinary results, unquote. And the fifth step is action. 
Give some pause and consider the point made in this example about five birds sitting on a wire. Three decide to fly off. How many birds are left sitting on the wire? Most people respond that there are two, when in reality, there are all five. Because all the three did was decide. They didn't do. Webster states that action is to perform, to achieve, to execute, to get something done. And Ben Franklin said, quote, well done is better than well said, unquote. Isn't that a great quote? That's worth repeating. Well done is better than well said. Arnold Glasow said this about action, quote, an idea not coupled with action will never get any bigger than the brain cell it occupied, unquote. An idea not coupled with action will never get any bigger than the brain cell it occupied. That was worth repeating. Thriving follows the right kind of action. And the right kind of action requires a daily commitment to excellence every day, no exceptions. There is no average or mediocrity found in thriving. Let me summarize my thoughts on how to thrive in a changing world with a couple of quotes I feel capture the essence of succeeding and thriving in a changing world. The first one is from Socrates, who said, quote, the secret to succeeding in a changing world is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new, unquote. And the second one is from Rochelle Goodrich, Slaying Dragons, who may have just summed up change the best. And I quote, nothing remains idle and thrives. Life needs a moving force to prevent the devastating effects of stagnancy. That is why life employs change, unquote. Thank you for tuning in. Two takeaways from this podcast are one, if nothing changes, nothing changes. And two, your work and life are always subject to change. If you are looking for a common sense speaker, help with your business and strategic planning, books by Joel, or continuing education credits in ethics and managing your time to be more efficient and productive, please contact me at speakerjoel at ymail.com or through my websites www.joelcspeaking.com or www.professorsinstitute.com.